Welcome to What Do You Need to Know About God in Today's World? In the last episode, we unveiled how the media is driving this narrative of systemic racism and manipulating events to their advantage and have all of us working around the periphery of our problems. In the next few episodes, we will take an intricate look into the dynamics of black communities. There are so many multifaceted problems interwoven into our plight as Blacks that I would like to unpack and analyze many of the root causes of our current conditions and problems and offer up some real solutions to guide us into the direction of achieving true equality for all and a better life for Blacks. Many of you want to buy into the lie that systemic racism in America is what circumvents Blacks' success. But I submit to you that there are some disturbing systemic trends in the black communities perpetuated by blacks that also impedes our success and contribute to the despondent prevailing conditions in our neighborhood. These are things that many of us as blacks would like to ignore, but if we and our youth are ever to be successful, then we can no longer afford to turn the blind eye to these factors and provide bogus solutions to these deep-rooted problems and we can no longer blame everything on racism. For these dynamics and characteristics are devastating the health of our black communities and robbing us of valuable God-given treasures embedded in the lives of our black youth and our youth as a whole. In this episode, we will examine the dynamics of a few problematic areas that blacks need to address to improve conditions in their own communities. First, we will address the dynamics of Blacks and their interactions with the police. Yes, as I have said, there are some injustices in our systems, and yes, every Black parent does have to have the proverbial discussion with their children, especially our young males, about their encounters with white police, and we all agree that our young Black males should not have to worry about deadly encounters with the police simply because of their skin color. We also agree that there should be reforms in how the police address crime in black neighborhoods and that we should weed out bad cops that are tarnishing the reputation of millions of good police and the police as a whole. I also think the most crucial reforms should revolve around training and de-escalation techniques and the value of all human life. Then there must be efforts to build bridges, strong relationships, and a bond of respect between black communities and the police. Because if they build up mutual respect for one another, then they are less likely to violate that respect. The objective is to have a symbiotic relationship that works to the good of all the parties involved and to make the police a welcome sight in every neighborhood and not a reason to feel threatened or intimidated. On the flip side, there is a lot of work that also needs to be done by Blacks in our own neighborhoods to minimize the problems and confrontations with the police. Let's face it, in the Black community, many of our youth are out of control. Many show very little respect towards authority and the police, and many display very violent behavior and commit crime throughout the country. As Blacks, we are aware that many of our neighborhoods are crime-infested and vulnerable people are afraid to even walk the streets. According to statistics from the Bureau of Justice, although Blacks make up approximately 13% of the population, 
black offenders committed 52% of homicide between 1980 and 2008. And since 2015, it's reported that there has been a rise in homicides due to an increase driven by street violence, a.k.a. black-on-black crime, in cities such as Chicago, Baltimore, and D.C. So are the police just out there racially profiling and tracking down our black kids? No, our black kids are out there committing crime on a large scale. It is this crime wave that is causing much interaction between blacks and the police. And we as blacks then need to stop ignoring these statistics and figure out how to help our black youths survive police encounters. Here are some tips. We need to train our black youth and men and women to respect the police. And if detained for any reason, comply with their lawful commands without arguing debating, hurling profanities, or resisting in any manner, and never flee, even if they're being arrested. As a general rule, it is always better to comply with the police, for you are more likely to leave the encounter alive, and you can take up the matter later. Defiance and resistance only escalates the situation, making it worse. And as tension and threat levels increase in these encounters, so does the force level, which could potentially result in someone's harm or death. We must realize that once engaged, the police have to make split-second decisions in how to best bring an escalating situation to an end and under control, so as not to imperil the lives of anyone, including theirs, the suspects, or innocent bystanders. And because these men and women put their lives on the line daily, they want to make sure that they go home to their families as well as you to yours. Therefore, in these encounters, it is always better to be respectful and calm and comply with the police. So parents, this makes you the first line of defense to help avoid a lot of these tragedies. Train your children that if they are detained to respect and immediately comply with the police and authority without resistance and defiance, and they are more likely to come home alive and unharmed from these encounters. Another line of defense to help avoid these tragedies lies with the responsibility of the media. Yes, the media plays a role here as well. And if they care about black lives, then they will stop vilifying all police, which only inflames the situation between blacks and cops. This blanket negative portrayal of brutality and racism in all police, which is a blatant lie, does nothing but train our youth to have a negative concept of all police. And it foments hatred in black youths and in many in society towards cops and engenders disdain and disrespect towards them, inciting blacks to feel justified in resisting and emboldened in attacking the police. Instead, media, how about stop dealing in extremes and deal in mainstream reporting? How about a more balanced, accurate portrayal of police? Though there are some bad, the majority of them are decent, hardworking men and women who give their lives to protect us, and uphold law and order in our communities. As members of this challenging, difficult job, which we all benefit from, these officers go from crisis to crisis 24-7, oftentimes 
injecting themselves in domestic disputes, gun battles, assault cases, etc. Not to mention the stress from their everyday lives. So many of them may already be on edge when they have an encounter. And this is why solutions that address the mental health of our police is also vital to help them become better at their jobs. The media then should support and promote the welfare of our policemen and stop demonizing them with anti-police rhetoric. Because while we are all sleeping, it is the police who's fighting crime and keeping our communities safe. Therefore, we do need to put the police show cops back on the air because it demonstrates just how difficult a job they have. Furthermore, we need to come to grips with the fact that the death of blacks at the hands of the police will never be zero percent and there will always be some tragic death that occurs in these instances because you cannot control every outcome. But as blacks, we can control our own individual behavior to be more compliant and respectful in these encounters with the police. And this will dramatically reduce the amount of these tragic deaths. And though there are calls by the media, liberals, and celebrities who are safe in their gated communities with their hired security guards to defund and dismantle the police or reimagine policing, we as blacks should never entertain these ideas because it is the black communities that are mostly affected by crime and who need protection from criminal elements and persistent violence in our neighborhoods. Rather than joining in these protest moves to minimize police presence in our communities, if blacks care about their own security and safety and want law and order enforced in their communities, then we need to support the police. Now, the next problematic area that blacks need to address to help themselves is the entire black entertainment industry, beginning with the music industry, which promotes violence, hatred against cops, and vulgarity in its lyrics and content. This works to glamorize a culture of violence for our young youth, which they reenact committing crime in their own neighborhoods and in society at large. Then there is black entertainment television with a disproportionately higher programming of negative portrayals of blacks versus positive, a high volume of black soap opera dramas laced with vulgarities and indecency, and very little educational, uplifting content presented in the programming. Our black youth are oversaturated with these obscene images, and as they seek to find acceptable entertainment sources, they have very limited choices because the entire black music and entertainment arenas have sold them out, found them to be expendable, and are sacrificing them. Thus, a majority of the black celebrities in the entertainment and music industries who are incriminating the police for killing and destroying black lives, you should also incriminate yourselves because you too are guilty of destroying black lives. Yes, ultimately, it is the parent's job to monitor and scrutinize their child's activities, but this industry needs to realize that they have a responsibility as well. The black youth, who have very few father figures in their lives, idolize and imitate you. And if we want our black youth and neighborhoods to be better, then we need to improve the quality of the entertainment culture that we provide for our youth and make their experiences more positive. So on behalf of our youth, 
we appeal to the black entertainment and music industry to stop promoting thuggery and indecency. Do your part, clean up your acts, and give these kids a choice and a chance. Because vulgarity might sell, but it does so at the high price and expense of harming our youth who, though vulnerable, are not expendable. You have the power to make a real difference in their lives. You have a powerful impact over our children. So use it for good. So to conclude this episode, he who have ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord says to us. Luke 12, 48 says to whom much is given, much is required. So to our police force, you have been given much authority to enforce our laws. Therefore, perform your duties valuing all human life without respect to ethnicity or race and treat all people equally. To the parents, God has given you the power and authority over your children and says in Proverbs 3, 5, train a child in the way that he should go. Raise them up to be of high moral character, respectful and law-abiding and to follow the ways of the Lord. And this training must start from birth. To the media, you have been given much power in reporting the news. Therefore, report accurately and become the unbiased journalistic apparatus so needed in society today to bring truth and clarity, not propaganda, to events occurring around us. To our music and entertainment industries, you have been given much power and influence over our youth and the black culture experience. Therefore, Acknowledge that you are entertaining and engaging the minds of our young people whose character is being shaped by the ideas you promote and make the decision to use your influence to benefit our youth and promote them and their community's welfare. Romans 13.4 says to all of you, the police, parents, the media, and the entertainment industry, you are God's servants to perform good. I therefore implore you to do so as you play a huge role in redeeming the lives of our black youth and our youth as a whole. Thank you, Christ, for helping them to take you, your word, and their responsibility serious and let their efforts lead the charge in improving the quality of life of all of our black youth and our youth as a whole. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.